And now, if you thought I know Dr. Jotkowitz a long time, now I get to speak to uh, somebody I know even longer, and that is the legendary Dr. Shimon Glick, who is uh, here. And I, I, Dr. Glick, I am honored that you that you came to join us here today. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. You, of course, know that Chana uh, Shapira was my aunt. That's right, not, uh, right. You know. She helped us significantly, as she did to all American Olim in Beersheba. So we have a close relationship. Derech HaMeshacharim. Right. Yeah, that's the place. Uh, Dr. Glick is the, uh, the Medical School for International Health co-chair of the Admissions Committee. He is, uh, of course, we, and we've spoken, the last time we spoke on the air, you had just received the Bonet Tzion Prize okay. from Nefesh Benefesh in recognition of everything right. you had done. You are somebody who, just a moment ago, we were talking about differences in hospitals and medical facilities between other parts of the world. Um, and uh, the United States and Israel, you you could speak about how different things are today in Israel compared to the 1970s. Your career in Israel began in the mid-70s, right. correct? Right. What were things like then in the field of medicine and when it came to hospitals and medical schools? Well, first of all, Israel is very foremost and, and very progressive in, in medicine. In fact, in many respects, better than the United States. Wow. Because nobody bankrupts as a result of illness in, in Israel Whereas the major cause of private bankruptcy in the United States is illness. Right. Uh, so that <clears throat> coming from the States, you think, oh, we were great and we're going to come teach the natives. It turns out that as much as we teach them, we learn from them. And uh, in fact, we have one of the people who was speaking today is a family physician now in Israel. And people come from all over the world now to see the system of computerization and connection in the Israeli National Health Service, so that we we're nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, obviously, when we came to to Beersheba to Soroka, the emergency room like had three, four beds. <laughs> we now have the busiest emergency room in Israel with an unbelievable number of patients coming in every day. Right, and serving, I and would serving, guess, the largest serving area, the of largest area, half of Israel. Right. In fact, I, I always tell everybody that Beersheba is the center of Israel. Right. People don't realize that. North, south, east, west, that's the center of Israel. Right. So when I was a dean and I was telling a group of Russian olim, you're great, you're coming to the center of Israel. <laughs> and a guy in the front row says, yes, and Siberia is the center of the Soviet <laughs> Union. That was one of the most famous put-downs <laughs> that I ever received. He was right. <laughs> well, Ben-Gurion's dream was to really put the people down in the Negev. And little by little, we're getting there right. now. When, I, when we got there, there was a 12-story building with a skyscraper. Now Correct. they're talking about a 50-story building, and the, the city has developed. Jobs have come in. Uh, high tech has come in. It's, it's a new world. I mean, it's a real metropolis. No question it? about that. So is this is the medical school at Ben Gurion University? I mean, uh, this all you saw this entire thing develop. Uh, I mean, you've been with uh, the university and with Soroka and medicine in that area of the country for all these decades. That's at, correct. At some point, the medical school, I assume, became an outgrowth of all of that. The med I, the medical school began in 1974. I got to Israel July 1974, and the first class entered. And we have one of our graduates here now. Wow. And uh, this was a, a really revolutionary medical school. It was not because they needed doctors. At that time, there was a surplus of doctors in Israel. Right. But we decided, not we, the people who created the school, I was involved with that, to create a different kind of medical doctor, a doctor who looked at the human being, looked at the patient, looked at his community. That was the whole thing. We taught, you taught doctor-patient communication in the first year. Students didn't meet the the first patient in the anatomy lab as a corpse, but they met the first patient in the geriatrics ward in the community in the hospital. It's a completely different different attitude. 
and we selected our people that way. And, and we have data which show that our graduates are very much desired in every hospital in Israel, and they're completely identifiable by the way they talk to people, by the way they care for the families. It's a whole new revolution. Hmm. And this international school right. basically is an outgrowth. It's, a, it's like a, a natural thing that has come out of this. And we were the first school in the world, basically, that has global medicine as part of its original uh, integral curriculum. So you meet plenty of students from the United States. Yes. Other parts of the world as well? Yes. We've had two students from Tibet at the request of the Dalai Lama. Uh, we had one, <laughs> one uh, young lady who was, a, who was a helicopter pilot in the American Army in Iraq, a fighter pilot, okay? We had uh, a couple of guys from Minnesota, a guy from Minnesota who was a failed farmer, and he came to Beersheba, and he grew corn in his backyard in Beersheba, and we used to have a corn fest every year. So we have a very fascinating group of people. Uh, the state of medicine today, everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, the consensus among most is that if you're looking for good medical treatment, Israel is equal to the United States. I, I think you'd agree with that based yeah, on what you said the, earlier. Uh, yes, but there, there, I mean, obviously if you go to the mail, there are certain areas Specialties. of really you know, very highly specialized things, which you, you can't beat the United States in that. Right. We're not competing with that. Right, although there are people who come from around the world specifically to Israeli yeah, hospitals. Yeah, right, that's reason, correct. Right? Yeah, but I, I think we have to be... Be fair. And is there a, 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 a again with with your facility and and the city of Beersheba now being a center, a medical center that is servicing such a large area? Is there a shortage of medical facilities in Israel? Is there a need to build more? Yes, yes, yes. We have a terrible shortage. We have the, no, the almost the lowest number of hospital beds per population of the OEC countries. We just haven't invested into it. The government has a lot of other priorities. And we're behind in the total number of beds, far behind. Uh, we're also behind now in, in number of physicians, okay? Believe it or not. We used to have a surplus when this... Yeah. Uh, but people get old, <laughs> as you can see. When Rabbi Fass <coughs> was on earlier today, yeah. he mentioned that because there's so much uh, matriculation, I guess we'll call it, among the Russian Olim, that that generation of doctors is that's now right. not going to be servicing the public anymore, <laughs> right. and they have to be replaced. Absolutely. And that's why he's encouraging, as right. are many, more North American aliyah among, that's correct. among medical yeah. doctors. An experience you had, you've been, you've been asked to visit the United States to, uh, to speak to people, I know. Yeah, we, um, we, we, we would like to see more people coming from the United States. We'd love to see more medical students come from the United States. I think we have a unique program to offer. Uh, just being in Beersheba and meeting the population that we have in Beersheba, it's almost globalized medicine in Beersheba. Right. We have uh, Syrians and Ethiopians and Russians and Bedouins. It's a fascinating uh, collection of people that the, that the students are exposed to. And how do we get more of the graduates to stay in Israel? Because a lot of the graduates do go to other areas of well, the world afterwards, right? The original plan of, the med of MSIH now right. was not to have people stay in Israel. Because at the, when it was created, they thought there was a surplus. Mm -hmm. Now, as usual, always out of phase, <laughs> and not just in Israel, but every country, the, the experts tell you we're having a shortage or we're having a surplus. By the time the, the facts come in, the situation is reversed. But we now have an increasing number of, in each class, a number of students end up staying in Israel, and they've made an important contribution in Israel, too. I can imagine. And uh, I'm sure you would encourage anybody who's considering Absolutely. a medical career yeah. to certainly I consider I think that's a great opportunity for, for a young Jewish Zionist boy in the United States to come to this kind of institution and study medicine here. He'd get much more than just medicine. He'd get a real understanding of human beings, an understanding of different cultures. We train people to be 
able to be culturally sensitive. And the program is, is similar. I always thought that in the United States it was longer than a four-year program, but I guess <clears> the residencies and all the different types of, uh, of um, uh, parts to the medical career, um, well, I, I assume they, that the students go through all that as well, right? No, no the, the, for, we, the American schools have undergraduate college, then right. they have four-year program, right. okay? This is the same thing for the MSIH. The Israelis, up to now, have had six-year program that's before they go right from high school or right from the army. They're now developing four-year programs in Israel as well. So it's identical to what we have yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Uh, an absolute pleasure to have you on. I hope your family's doing well. We're doing very well. Thank Baruch God. Hashem. Yeah, we're expecting our 87th great-grandchild this week. So, And you're being accurate with the count. My wife keeps me up to date, and we have a computer. <laughs> you, you need one in that case, let me tell you. We certainly do. Baruch Hashem. Thank Baruch you. Hashem. Great to see you. Uh, Dr. Glick, of course, a, a legend when it comes to uh, the medical profession here in Israel, and uh, someone I'm proud to know since I'm a little kid, uh, and whose uh, family has always been uh, amazing. He has some great people uh, in his family.